Welcome to the Jake Campus Uncut Podcast. I'm Jake Campus and I have my co-host here, Zoe Reed. Take it away, Zoe. Hey everyone. Good to be a part of the chat today. What are we going to talk about today, Zoe? Oh, we're going to get a bit deep as it is the uncut version with you, Jake. Uh, we're going to find out a little bit more about yourself and Jake Campus Nutrition, the company. So first, I want the listeners to get to know a little bit more about you. So we're going to do a quick fire round of some questions. Cool. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, let's go. Uh, pizza or burger? Burger. Adidas or Adidas. Adidas. Who says Adidas? <laughs> I question myself all the time. I never know what to say. Um, Holden or Ford? Oh, Holden, yeah. Salad or vegetables? Well, salad is vegetables, but you know what I mean, like a fresh salad or some cooked veggies. Uh, can't go past a Greek salad, to be honest. Yeah, but I am a huge fan of asparagus, so I'm going to have to mm. choose both. Okay. Wasn't an option, but we'll let it slide. <laughs> it's um, my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ross or Chandler Bing? Definitely Ross. Okay, any specific reasons why? I think we all know the leather pants scene in Friends. We do. Let's just leave that there, and if you don't know it, Google leather pants Ross. <laughs> and I'm sure it will come up, and I'm sure you'll have a lol. Uh, rice or pasta? Uh, rice. Even though I'm Italian, I'm probably pasted out, so I have to say rice. Oh. Uh, winter or summer? Summer. <laughs> I'm just laughing here, everybody, because the lights have just gone out in our um, podcast, which makes it a little bit weird, but we're going to keep rolling with it. So, yes, summer. Um, Netflix or Lightbox? Ooh, Netflix. But I am watching something really good on Lightbox. Tinstar, anyone listening? Tinstar, give it a shot. Were you sponsored to say that? This is a sponsored ad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tin Man, no, Tin Star. Tin Star. You said Tin Man the other last time. I know. Um, okay, so let's get to know a little bit more about yourself. Obviously, you are a qualified and very established nutritionist and deal with a lot of different nutrition uh, cases on a day-to-day basis. Now, we all know here at JCN that a lot of food habits can stem from the their childhood, um, our own childhood. So I want to know more about where your relationship with food stems from. So can you tell us about Little Jake Campus growing up and um, what type of relationship you had with food? Well, I guess I have, I've got two sides to that story. So the first side is my mother. Um, She's a chef by trade and she is uh, an amazing cook. And I spent a lot of time as a child watching her cook and we would always have packed lunches. Um, I would also get her to make extra sandwiches, which I would then sell at school to my friends. So the entrepreneur Jake started at a very young age. And what did the young Jake spend his profits on? Well, young Jake was still uh, young, so I didn't have the nutrition knowledge I have now. So I'd get what's called a cornetto cone, which was kind of like a trumpet with a little, like a waffle cone with ice cream and chocolate on top and they sold for a dollar at my school so i'd normally hock a sandwich for a couple of bucks and maybe get one of those and save the the change nice um and then there's the other part of my food relationship which um there's a part of my childhood where uh, i guess the person who was raising me that wasn't my mother 
made me do things for food that probably wasn't healthy for a young boy's mentality um you know like running before dinner to earn your dinner so i've been on both sides of the coin um luckily i no longer have that influence in my life but for those of you out there you know my upbringing wasn't perfect and i've had my fair share of things that i've had to deal with and i think understanding that helps me understand you guys as well definitely something I didn't know about you this is uncut so I'm going to throw some personal stuff in there I won't go too deep but you know I want people to know that it's not all rainbows and butterflies yeah well I didn't see that one coming so yeah very interesting yeah I'll go further into uncut off yeah (laughs) (laughs) I need to know more um so from then you went on and chose to actually study. Uh, you got a postgraduate in nutrition and what else? Physiology and rehabilitation. So I had all intentions to join the army. I'd been accepted into officer cadet school straight out of high school. Um, and I did army cadets at high school where I was the highest rank you could achieve in New Zealand for that. Um, for those of you who follow that stuff uh it's kind of like lots of uh, cardiovascular activity running um going to the bush and doing lots of hiking stuff that you would do in the army but without the actual i guess gun drills we would go to the gun range and use the guns on the range but they wouldn't come outside of the range with us um so i was all intensive to do that and then i also got scholarships to study sport and exercise science so um, I took the scholarships and I started studied sport and exercise science and I finished with a postgraduate degree in uh, exercise physiology musculoskeletal rehabilitation and postgraduate sport nutrition um, which then I continued on into a master's via dissertation which still needs to be completed due to the fact that my overseeing lecturer at the time was Nick Gill and he'd just been working with the Chiefs and then he moved on to the All Blacks so it made me uh, my availability to work with him a lot harder so at that point in time I decided to head out into the workforce. Cool okay and so heading into the workforce you actually had a background doing personal training and then you jumped into the nutrition side of things so the company is now six years young uh, I think I'm two years deep myself, so... Seven years. So seven. 2013, we became a limited liability company. Yeah. Um, prior to that, I operated as a sole trader, um, prior to having staff. Prior to that, I was the operations manager for Les Mills Hamilton at a very young age. So I started at a gym. That gym got sold. I had to then find another job les mills heard that i needed another job they offered me this position as the head fitness consultant which ran a team of six consultants on the gym floor i was only 20 so i took that job Um, that gave me a lot of leadership experience the owner at the time gary mallet invested a lot of time into ensuring i developed that into that role Uh, then the position became available where i was then also the operations director where i bought and sold gym gear for les mills hamilton and ran the gym floors in terms of 
uh, maintaining equipment and you know the layout and functionality of that and I was doing all of that at before you know 22 years old um, from there once I completed my studies I went into full-time personal training um, I launched my personal training career via a TV program called Biggest Loser I used that program as a basis to build a Biggest Loser uh, themed uh, group training competition within Les Mills um, and I spent the majority of my time when I was working on the gym floor running the team of the people on the gym floor talking to as many members as possible so when I started my PT career I already had um, a lot of people wanting to PT with me so I started with 40 clients per week which was awesome and then with this Biggest Losers competition I was pretty much booked out from the day one of me being a PT within 18 months I'd saved enough money to open a supplement store with my friend um, which hopefully we'll get one day onto the show then from there someone came into the supplement store and you know knew that I had previously been you know working for Les Mills well, I was still currently working for Les Mills what I would do is I'd get up I'd train clients from 5.30 in the morning till about 1 o'clock I'd then drive to the supplement store. My friend would open the supplement store at nine and work there till one. I'd then take over one till five. Um, I'd then drive back to the gym and do clients from 5.30 till 7.38 uh, at night. And then I'd do my workout and then I'd go home. And so my days were massive. They were 5.30 till nine o'clock at night. And that, a lot of people saw that I was working that hard. And a guy came into the supplement store and he said, you know, do you want to come and uh, manage this gym that I'm building and I said sure thing uh, we had a bit of a chat and I sort of mentioned to him that I had the intention of wanting to buy the gym and he said you know well let's make that a, a deal in the next six months if you if things are going well you can buy into the gym so I went out and I knocked on all of my clients doors and everyone I could doors and got as many people to sign up to this gym as possible we had 50 members signed up just from me going around and actually hustling oh, yeah. and before the doors opened and then from there, within six months, I was owned my first gym at 23 years old, I think it was. So that progressed into two gyms by 24, 25, one here in Hamilton, one at the Mount. So these gyms are called Flex Fitness Gyms. So I owned the original one with another guy called Tyler Leith. Um, then he and I developed another one, which I owned over at the Mount. Um, I was also driving to Auckland to do my nutrition business. Uh, one to two days a week out of a gym up there so I was very very busy um, during that time I also manufactured my own range of protein powder so there was a lot going on in the life of Jack Campus uh, in the early days yeah so, sound, sounds like a lot yeah so where did that take me to be where I am now uh, essentially I got sick of the running of the gyms that wasn't my passion the nutrition was my passion so I decided I would sell the gyms. I wanted to focus on becoming a pro um, physique athlete, which I did in 2015, and I wanted to focus on growing my nutrition company. So I already was booking myself out flat tack in Hamilton um, with nutrition clients and in Auckland, and I would do uh, a day of the week over in Tarim as well at my gym. So I decided to just focus on Auckland and Hamilton, I built my portfolio out, I then hired staff, continued to build my portfolio out, and then came the idea to run online nutrition like a gym subscription sort of model, started building that out, and that just blew up, um, and then 
insert Zoe, meet the Zoe and <laughs> the Zoe, the Zoe, and then <laughs> we took this thing even next level again over the last what three years, two years, two years, two years. Yeah, going it, to it our definitely feels like longer in a positive way. Yeah, um, because we've done so much in that time frame, like micro business yeah. of the year for Waikato, yep, that uh, was massive. Yeah, um, and also a nomination for emerging leader for yourself, um, which is really cool. Yeah, so. It's. I like to attribute probably my early success to just my hard work and dedication and now down the line I've seen that other people have massive talents like yourself and all of the team around me Aww. and that's allowed me to then grow at an ex- exponential rate above what I was. So it's not always about working as hard as possible, it's about having the right people to help you grow and facilitate more growth. I think here as well, we've got like such a passionate company and I believe everything leads from the top. So yourself being so passionate about nutrition and the business evolving, every single person here feels a part of something bigger than just a job. So uh, we're jumping out of bed in the morning to come to work. Uh, also, we hire pretty cool people and uh, we've got some good banter, good culture. And um, yeah, it's pretty awesome to come to work each day. It is. I I love everybody that we work with. I love um, the team that we have. We have some fun times, like follow me on social media and you'll see, you know, even last night we were at Time Zone, playing Time Zone till nine o'clock at night on a school night. But <laughs> it was all part of, you know, celebrating a, a staff member or team member's birthday. So yeah, I love what the culture that we have here. And I also love that we can change so many lives, which is you know, our business ethos is make New Zealand healthy. That's everything we do has to have a uh, direct link back to that. Cool. So speaking of the staff, we've talked about your qualifications. The rest of the team here that are nutritionists, they also hold uh, qualifications as well. So what is the minimum requirement to be a J Campus Nutrition Nutritionist? Our minimum requirement is a postgraduate tertiary degree in nutrition, so they have to be able to be uh, called a nutritionist, um, so universally qualified. Um, so all of our team have that, which is awesome. Even our admin staff are upskilling in the nutrition area to help you know understand what our clients' needs are as well. Even yourself, you know, you've thrown yourself in the deep end to learn more from us as a team to try and understand what drives clients to be, you know, seek help or what's going to help them stay on longer, understand what the human needs are of our clientele, which is awesome. Well, I understand because I actually followed you before we officially met. So I was on your Facebook page. I'd actually heard a lot about you. First thoughts about me. Oh, <laughs> there's this big man and like he knows well I know he eats super healthy and I was basically intimidated because you were someone that lived a completely different lifestyle that for me was absolutely foreign I didn't gym much or anything this is going back about seven years ago so I was intimidated and that was before I got to meet the person that you are um, yeah I guess put on the spot (laughs) (laughs) throwing in the hard questions this goes two ways Um, I guess that's one thing that I want people to know is what you see sometimes me do as an elite level athlete 
is not exactly what our clients do you know i preach the sustainable healthy lifestyle which i lead as well but getting ready for a competition things change and that's where i know i have to change things as well for myself um i'm not an intimidating person i'm actually a pretty empathetic person you know if you get to know me i care a lot about the people that i work with um, my clients there's a lot that goes into me wanting to help people and do good by people you know my goal is always to have the best possible outcome for a client and the best possible experience as well so when i started i first jumped in deep and had my first nutrition consult with yourself and i thought it would kind of be like things that i'd done in the past because I'd followed a couple of friends that have tried this diet, so I would jump on it half-assed, or I would see a fad with some shakes and things like that. I'd tried every fad diet. Um, I'm I'm a sucker for good marketing, yeah. um, whereas someone in operations probably shouldn't be. But when it comes to a female wanting to lose weight, I think that it can kind of hit your emotions and think, oh yeah, I want to do this fast. So what you taught me was. Um, that I didn't have to stop eating carbs. I didn't think I had probably eaten carbs for a couple of years before meeting you and I'd completely shat my metabolism because I was following these trends that I didn't know enough about. So you educated me about that. So that actually leads into my next question. There is a million ways to lose weight. Um, there's you know the keto diet, there's teas, there's apps, um, there's lots of influencers that do plans and things like that. If you wanted to, you could chop up and an arm or something you'd probably lose a few kilos there like so you can do it but you preach sustainable ways so what makes jcn different to anyone else at jcn we take scientific approach so everything we do isn't based on a fat so when you look at things like paleo keto intermittent fasting they all rely on a concept of uh, elimination of something but the the reason that there's fat loss is because of the calorie deficit that is uh, made when you eliminate stuff through the diet without a calorie deficit weight loss cannot occur so what we do is we find out being nutritionists and being actually humans not an application that what do our clients want what do they like what makes them feel enjoyable when they eat foods we want to keep a, a sense of enjoyment in that, and then we can program the right amounts of those foods to hit their calorie requirements, to hit their macronutrient requirements, protein, carbs, and fats, while eating foods that they enjoy. The best diet is the one you can stick to, and that's what we do for our clients. And then we have that human uh, part about our service where you are accountable to an actual human being. And then you can tell them what's working good, what's not working so good, things you might want to have on your meal plan, things that you're struggling with. Hey, you might have just had a bad stressful week and need someone to vent to and um, tell you, hey, it's going to be okay. This is what we need to do to get back on track. Unlike an application or following your favorite influencer's diet, we actually work with you to keep you uh, on the right path towards changing your lifestyle long term to get the results that you want, but also getting strategies to keep the results that you have made for the rest of your life. And I suppose for myself, that was the aspect. Everyone would take something different from a Jake Camp's nutrition 
program myself I needed that accountability I could have gotten a meal plan like I said I did off friends that had done other diets uh, they didn't work for me because that wasn't what I was needing as I needed the support I needed someone to talk me through it because I had years of bad habits built yep. up so it was that nurturing for myself um, and, and that's just my experience and a lot of people are like that you know a lot of people just need someone to be there and keep them accountable help them through the times when they're finding things difficult not to mention then we apply the science of nutrition and adjust variables based on how you're responding things that might be uh, troubling you we obviously work with a lot of clients that have uh, gut issues or other health problems um, some people with hormonal issues then we work down to elite athletes who want to perform better the weekend warrior who just wants to run their half marathon a little bit faster um, so we have a range of clients as qualified nutritionists we can help you no matter what your goal is hey if you're a vegetarian a vegan we can help as well we have people on our team that specialize in those things and practice those things in their day-to-day -day life as well so we can then apply that to you and give you the best possible experience so what you see your friend or your favorite influencer doing nine times out of ten won't work for you because the science behind it e.g the macros and calories aren't right for you and it's not the right format for you to be able to sustain it because it's likely not foods you're going to enjoy or it's going to fit your lifestyle man if only i came in seven years ago yeah <laughs> and i think that's a lot of people you know the number of times we get uh, an email or a face-to-face -face client tell us i wish i did this x amount of years ago or this is the best thing i've ever done for myself we break it down into a process that suits the individual and they walk away feeling so good about themselves because not only are they making progress but it's not something that's uh making them feel like their whole world's been flipped upside down and they can only keep going for a couple of weeks and then it's back to your old habits again yeah. um, and you have that support network there to guide you through it as well so I'm really glad people say stuff like, I wish I did this seven years ago because it kind of makes us feel like, you know, we are helping them beyond a level that they thought they could help themselves. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so to wrap it basically up, for anyone that's listening, what's two pieces of, of advice to anyone that has been struggling to make changes and change um, that part of their lifestyle? I guess the first piece would be if you don't have the experience or tools or understanding of the nutrition component, don't go to your favorite influencer, don't go to JLo's diet or Women's Weekly Diet, contact a professional such as ourselves and get a, a game plan made up for you. That's going to be the fastest way that you're going to see results and results that you can sustain for a long time. My second piece would be do stuff you enjoy. So if you enjoy boring dancing or walking your dogs, exercise doesn't have to be in the gym. It doesn't have to be stuff that um, you struggle with. It can be anything that you enjoy and working with a professional team like us, we can program that stuff in there to make sure that you get the most out of the stuff you enjoy with your exercise and your nutrition. Because guess what, if you're enjoying both of those components, the likelihood of you maintaining that for a long time is so much higher than going, oh, well, I need to lose weight, so I better go run around the block every day when I absolutely hate running and eat boiled chicken and boiled broccoli when I hate those things. Gross. Didn't yeah. even know you could boil chicken. <laughs> you can Can't boil anything. Done, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, um, well basically that's it from, from me today. I hope everyone got like a deeper look into the Jake campus that's behind Jake Campus Nutrition. Uh, also a little bit more about the company as well. Yeah. Um, uncut the next few episodes, we are gonna get quite deep, um, talk about topics that are really relative to a lot of people like myself. Yeah. I think let's kick off next time with the basics of fat loss and let's bust some myths along with it because I think that's something that everyone wants to know. Excellent. Let's so do that. make sure you join in for the next one. Cheers.